0: From Washington, here is the news in VOA Special English. Anger and street protests followed the decision Thursday by Egypt's constitutional court to let a former prime minister continue as a presidential candidate. Crowds gathered near the courthouse in Cairo after the ruling was announced. Some protesters demanded what they called the fall of the military regime. Former Prime Minister Ahmed Shafiq was second after Muslim Brotherhood candidate Mohamed Morsi in the May presidential election. But many Egyptians say Mr. Shafiq should be barred from the final election because of his ties to former president Hosni Mubarak. Mohamed Morsi, and Ahmed Shafiq are the only candidates in the runoff election Saturday and Sunday. United Nations military observers in Syria have arrived in the town of Al Hatha. They found the Sunni Muslim town almost empty. State buildings had been burned, and shop owners had left their businesses after days of fighting between government troops and opposition forces. Also Thursday, the Reuters news agency reported Syrian forces used heavy artillery in attacks in the city of Dair al At least eleven people were killed. Reuters said government troops continued attacks on rebel-controlled areas across the country the opposition movement in spain has entered a legal claim against the leaders of the bank called bankia opposition lawyer juan moreno yague represents 50 people who own shares in the bank the opposition lawyer said both the bank company and its leaders have committed crimes to hide bank losses. Bankia is one of the banks in Spain that will gain from a $125 billion loan from European nations. The loan was meant to save Spain's failing banks. In a separate legal action, the Real Democracy Now! movement is proposing that two former economy ministers face trial for the current economic crisis in Spain. Burmese opposition leader Aung San Suu Kyi left a news conference in Switzerland Thursday after she became sick. She became ill just minutes after the news conference began, after telling reporters that she was very tired from the long trip to Europe from Asia. A Swiss Foreign Ministry spokesman said Aung San Suu Kyi was able to meet briefly with the Swiss president later Thursday. On Friday, if Aung San Suu Kyi's health permits, she is to accept the 1991 Nobel Peace Prize. She was unable to receive the award before, because she was being detained by the Burmese government. You are listening to the news in VOA Special English. The Washington Post reports the United States military has set up small air bases across Africa to collect information about terrorist groups. The newspaper says the air bases are in several countries, including Burkina Faso, Uganda, Ethiopia, Djibouti, Kenya, and the Seychelles. Targets of the program include Al-Qaeda-linked militants in Somalia, Yemen, and the Sahel area of Africa. Another target is the Lord's Resistance Army in Central Africa. American and African officials provided information used in the newspaper's report. The Supreme Court in Britain has rejected a request by the man who started the WikiLeaks website. Julian Assange had asked the court to reopen his appeal against being sent to Sweden to face trial on sex crime charges the british court released its decision on thursday all seven judges dismissed the request they rejected arguments from lawyers for mr assange who said they had not been given a chance to question the evidence mr assange has denied the charges of rape and sexual attack he can make one last appeal to the european court of human rights THE WIKILEAK'S WEBSITE RECEIVED INTERNATIONAL ATTENTION WHEN IT RELEASED HUNDREDS OF THOUSANDS OF SECRET UNITED STATES GOVERNMENT DOCUMENTS. SUNDAY, JUNE 17TH, MARKS THE 40TH ANNIVERSARY OF THE AMERICAN NEWS STORY KNOWN AS WATERGATE. WHAT BEGAN AS POLITICAL WRONGDOING, AIMED AT WINNING AN ELECTION, LED TO THE RESIGNATION OF A PRESIDENT. Christopher Cruz has this report from VOA's Jim Malone.
1: It began in the early morning hours of June 17, 1972. Police in Washington arrested five men working for the re-election campaign of President Richard Nixon. The five were caught attempting to break in to Democratic Party headquarters. The offices were in a building called Watergate. Two young reporters, Carl Bernstein and Bob Woodward, followed the story for the Washington Post newspaper. They found that the Watergate break-in was only part of a program launched by the Nixon re-election campaign to sabotage the president's political opponents. Criminal and congressional investigations followed the Post's reporting. Law enforcement officials and lawmakers found many attempts to cover up wrongdoing. These attempts were organized by the Nixon campaign and White House employees right up to the President himself. In 1973, a Senate committee learned that President Nixon recorded his meetings in the White House. Those recordings eventually helped to prove his involvement in the cover-up. As a young reporter, VOA's David Dyer covered the Watergate story, including the president's order to dismiss the Watergate special investigator. When I was hearing all this unfold in the White House briefing room, There was a sense among many there that something truly historic had happened, that the president was putting himself above the law, and that the entire constitutional fabric of the justice system in the country was being challenged. It was the most dramatic thing I have ever witnessed firsthand as a reporter. Once the White House tapes showed that the president took steps to hide the wrongdoing from Congress, he lost the support of his Republican Party. President Nixon announced his resignation in August of 1974. His vice president, Gerald Ford, was sworn in as president after Mr. Nixon left the White House.
0: My fellow Americans, our long national nightmare is over. Our Constitution works. Our great republic is a government of laws and not of men.
1: Here. The people rule. I'm Christopher Cruz.
0: Forty years later, the Watergate events are still seen as a victory for the democratic process. They are also considered a defining example of the importance of a free press in a democratic society. And now briefly, here again is the major news. Protesters gathered in Egypt Thursday after the Constitutional Court declared a former Prime Minister, Ahmed Shafiq, could continue as a presidential candidate. U.N. military observers have found the Syrian town of Al-Hafa almost empty after days of intense fighting. And the opposition movement in Spain has entered a legal claim against bank leaders. And that's the news in VOA Special English. From Washington.